Well, hello there. My name is Tina Grayson from Grayson Consultancy. And thank you very, very much indeed for allowing me to come on to your podcast today. So health and well-being is so vitally important and um, even more important than normal. Um, You know, there's a lot of us that are going to be going back to some form of normality coming out of COVID. And um, it can be very, very scary. It really can. So the first thing I just want to share with you is that I am a life coach and um, since the beginning of the um, pandemic, I've been putting out some life feeds every day um, to help lift people's um, mindset, to help motivate them and to get them thinking out of the box. Because as we know, it has been a really, really difficult time. And, you know, some of us have lost dear ones. Um, you know, there's an awful lot of people that have, you know, fallen apart. And, um, you know, you might bring a friend and say, how are you doing? And they say, I'm fine. But you know, in their voice, they really aren't. They're not fine. So, you know, I've been out there, you know, helping a lot of people, you know, getting them to talk about how they are feeling, because it is okay to not be okay. It really is. And there's loads of things going on out there at the moment um, in reference to mental health and ensuring that we're keeping ourselves as healthy as we possibly can. So I've been delivering um, some chair-based yoga classes and that has been every day on my Grace and Consultancy um, Facebook page. And that has been literally 30 minutes class, Monday through to Friday. But it's been a bit more than just chair-based yoga because we know that by doing exercise, that's really, really important for our health and well-being. But, you know, it's the breathing. And, you know, if any of you have ever suffered from um, panic attacks or from stress and anxiety, what tends to happen is we become um, more of a shallow breath. So we need to learn to breathe from the stomach. So a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And the idea of a chair-based yoga is not necessarily to get into the positions that you would if you were doing a normal yoga class, but it's about moving that body and also being aware of the points that you have on your body to um, help yourself because we've got acupressure points in our hands as as we do in our feet and we also have acupressure points in our faces. So just by putting your hands together in a namaste, for instance, you are pressing the tops of your fingers together and that is helping to clear the sinuses. Now, if you are squeezing your toes to the ground, that's also helping to clear that sinus area. And we tend to find, you know, one of the the, um, symptoms of COVID is a headache, Um, feeling a bit, you know, sick, just off balance and feeling unwell. And if you do do regular relaxation and regular mindfulness, um, what you will do is take yourself out of fear into a more relaxed you. So I'm going to share some more of that stuff shortly. So 
my name again is Tina Grayson, um, Grayson Consultancy. You can find more about me if you want to. Just put my name in the Google search and I will pop up. Um, I am a Samaritan. Um, I've also a Reiki master and I'm a, a healer for our, for our Redbridge Healing Centre. And the Healing Centre is on a Monday evening and that is... Um, from seven o'clock. So if that's something that you might be interested in, just let me know and I can see if we can get you into the healing centre. I've been doing a lot of work with some charities. So Imagine um, are a charity in our local area in Redbridge, in Barkingside. And um, I've been running some workshops there where I've been doing visualisation boards and, um, you know, getting people to think about what it is that they do love and not concentrate on the things that they don't. I've been working with gratitude as well. So, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you, you know, look at the mirror and you say to yourself, I'm so lucky and I'm so blessed that I have a roof over my head or I have um, the use of my arms, the use of my legs, you know, could be your family that you're grateful for or your little dog that you go out to walk with who, you know, is your reason and your purpose for going out for walks. Whatever it be, what you do need to do is look at what you have that you are grateful for because it's very difficult to get into that negative spiral where you're concentrating on only the things that you don't like in your life. So by a vision board, it's actually cutting out and pasting on a board everything that you love and everything that you want to manifest in your life. You know, if we look at things and we look at them every day and we talk to ourselves in a positive way, then what actually happens, bingo, positivity actually comes back to us. So if we look at ourselves or we talk to ourselves in a very negative way, I hate my job, I'm not good at my job, I'm too fat, I'm ugly, my parents are driving me mad, the children are getting on my nerves, my husband gets on my nerves, you are just going to be giving yourself more of the same. You're going to just give yourself a mirror of what you are thinking about. So there's been people that I've been working with that haven't been able to get out for walks because the weather hasn't been good. But you can take yourself outside on a mindful walk. And I'm going to take you on this walk now. So I want you to imagine that you are stepping through some arch French windows. And as you open those French windows, you feel the wind on your face. And the smell that wafts over you is the smell of these beautiful, beautiful flowers. So you've got blossoms, you've got some beautiful roses, pink roses, yellow roses, orange roses. The colours of these flowers are just absolutely magnificent. And as you walk around your garden, you look at all the beautiful plants and all the gorgeous trees. And you look on and there is a huge lake. And on that lake, there are two swans. And there's a little seat. It's a little love seat. It's a white iron love seat. And it's a space for two. But you are on your own. And you are going to sit there just looking out onto this lake, sitting in your love seat. And in your pocket, you put your hand in your pocket and you take out 
five stones. And you look at these stones and you put them back in your pocket. Now, these stones are going to represent thoughts, thoughts that need to go and thoughts that you need to clear from your head. So it might be that you felt guilty in a lockdown because you've not been able to do the work that you've wanted to do and you've felt frustrated. So that could be one of the stones that you are going to throw, really, really throw it, throw it now right into that lake. You're not going to throw it anywhere near those two beautiful swans and you just hear it drop into the lake. So that could be guilt, that could be frustration, anger. Anger is one that we hold on to. If people make us angry, try and let go of the anger because all that happens when we keep hold of anger in our bodies is we manifest more of the same and anger can cause us disease. So it's really good to clear that anger. So put your hand in your pocket and throw that stone now right again, right into that lake as you feel the anger just wafting away from you. And at the same time that you're doing this exercise, you are sweeping. An imaginary broom is working around your head and it is just sweeping away all these negative thoughts, all these unwanted thoughts that are not going to serve you any purpose at all. You have three more stones. You put your hand in your pocket and you throw away the stone. And that stone could be self-sabotage. So many of us are in self-sabotage where we talk to ourselves in a negative way. And in instead of being our best friend and being on your team, you aren't on your team at all. And you wouldn't choose you as your best friend by any means. So you throw that rock, that stone, whatever it is, into the lake. And that is your self-sabotage. Where are we now? Have we done three? I think three or four. I've lost count. We put our hand back into our pocket and you fill one of those stones and it's a shiny stone. And as you look at it, it's a rose quartz. So it's pink in colour. And that rose quartz you hold into your left hand and you put it in your left pocket because you're going to keep that one. And that rose quartz is about self-love. Because... To move forward in life, we need to love ourselves unconditionally. And if we don't love ourselves unconditionally, it's very, very difficult to expect others to love us enough. So I do a lot of work with self-love and I'll show you some of that in a second. So you put your hand back into your pocket and you now throw that last stone. And I want you to choose what that means, that last stone, because everybody's individual as you take it out of your pocket and whatever thought comes into your mind, you throw that as far into the lake as you can. And as you throw it, you smile to yourself because you know that you are going to make a new start with newer thoughts. And any time a negative thought comes into your mind, you can take yourself to this imaginary lake and throw that thought away. Or you can have the little sweeper, the little broom that's working all around your head, just sweeping away the old leaves, the debris, 
the old thoughts. And there might be a thought that comes from childhood or it might be a thought that's more recent or it just might be you feel a certain way and you always have done. So what I want you now to do is picture yourself. Picture yourself sitting with a little version of you, the inner child in you. So imagine that person is now sitting next to you and you are holding the hand of you as a child, maybe from the age of three or four. And I want you to have a little conversation with that little child. And that conversation could go, I love you very much and I'm sorry I didn't show love to you when you were small. But what I want to do now is embrace and love you and nurture you and care for you as you should have had when you were little. And give yourself the biggest of hugs because you are just talking to that little version of you. But we're all children deep down. And sometimes, you know, I've worked with clients where they've had some trauma, you know, some stuff that's happened in their lives that was nothing to do with them and it wasn't their fault. But they picked it up and they suppressed emotions because of what's happened. So there could have been some post-trauma. There could have been something awful that happened. It might have been a bereavement and you might have been very close to that person. But what I say to clients when I work with clients, and don't forget, you're still sitting at this imaginary lake and you're looking onto the lake with all these beautiful blossoms all behind the lake and you just see those two little swans just sitting in the middle of the lake, just minding their own business. But you might not have been your best friend because you might not have been able to love yourself. You might not have liked the way you looked or it could be children might have been mean and called you um, names. You might have been bullied as a child or you might have gone through some trauma later on in life. You know, 13, 14, you know, things might have happened and you didn't talk about them because we weren't really brought up to talk about our feelings In America, it was normal to have, you know, psychotherapists and therapists to work with and life coaches and counsellors. But in England, it's all about be stiff upper lip and, you know, you can't talk about your feelings. And I never talked about my feelings as a child. And, you know, I had a lot of suppressed emotions from childhood. And what actually happened to me was, you know, I I have a mother who had a personality disorder or has a personality disorder, um, which was undiagnosed. And um, also my mother suffered from um, severe depression. So I would come home from school and she would be in bed or she would be in a very um, introvert way, not very warm. And I would think it was me. But it wasn't me. And I learned that in later life that, you know, she couldn't help being the way she was. And with mental health and, you know, so many are suffering with mental health in one way or another. But it is the same as having a broken arm or a broken leg. The difference is we don't always see it. And that is the difference. So that child, that inner child that you're sitting next to, I want to give you I want you to give that child the biggest of hugs and squeeze that child's hand 
and say to the child, I'm going to be with you from now on. I'm going to love you and you are going to walk forward in life with me in self-love. And just breathe that in and breathe that out. And you might get a picture of you as a little girl or as a young man or a little boy and um, keep that picture because that picture you know, is the picture you will use. And there's a picture that I use where, you know, I used to walk around the lake at Valentine's Park. Some of you might remember. They used to have the swimming pool there and they used to have a beautiful little boating lake. Um, and I used to walk around that lake with my grandma. I love the main lake in Vintons Park. And if you haven't been there, it's absolutely stunning. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And they've got the gorgeous um, house there as well as the um, the gardens and the coffee shop too. And that coffee shop is open as well. You just can't sit outside at the moment. So walking, and you are going to now get up from that seat, holding on to the hand of the inner child in you and carry on your walk around the lake. And if another thought comes in your mind that is a negative thought that you know you suffer with, I just want you to throw an imaginary stone into that water. Now, whilst you walk around that lake, I want you to be smiling and I want you to stand upright as if you've got a crown on your head because you deserve that and you walk proud. And I want you to think of everything you've achieved in your life. And if you need help, your little inner child will help you. What is it people say about you? What is it you say about yourself? Is it the same? Or is it different? And that's something that you could be doing. You could be asking your friends what they think of you. And take on board the compliments and start giving yourself those words of encouragement. And, you know, that's those self-love. To love yourself is the highest of energy vibration. And when we do things for others, it makes us feel amazing. But we have to put ourselves first and we have to do things for ourselves. Because if we don't put ourselves first and do things for ourselves, then unfortunately, we might then become unwell. We might, something might happen. So I'm going to share a little story with you. Um, I am here today and I'm very honoured to be on here and I hope I get invited again. But I am quite busy in my life. Um, I deal with a lot of clients on a coaching point of view. As you know, I am a Samaritan and I'm also a spiritual healer for our local healing centre and I am a Reiki master. But I've also been working on the IQVIA study, um, which is a swab test. So I've been working you know, a couple of days, three days a week maybe on that. So last night I'd gone to bed and I went to bed fairly early, about nine o'clock, and I woke up approximately 10 to 3. And when I woke, I wanted to go to the toilet. Now, I have a little ensuite in my um, bedroom, and I'm very blessed to have that. But for some unknown reason, I didn't head to, le to the left-hand side, which is where the toilet is. I, mo I, I headed right. And the next thing I knew, I had smashed my head on the shower, on the tiles, and I'd given myself um, a black eye and I'd cut the top of my head. 
Now, at that time, I didn't know what I'd done. I thought I was sitting in a pool of blood and I was rather worried, to say the least. Um, I called to my husband immediately to call an ambulance, which is exactly what he did for me. And um, he was absolutely amazing. The ambulance arrived within 20 minutes. And all I kept saying to myself was, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And the ambulance will be here soon. The ambulance driver informed me that they had got back from a call. They were just sitting there having a bit of a break. And the call came through that a lady had fallen over and hurt her head. So they arrived at my home. They took me in an ambulance to Whips Cross um, and I was seen really, really promptly and given um, some, well, I wasn't given stitches, but they glued um, my uh, forehead. I didn't smash my whole forehead, just a little bit by the eye area. But all I kept saying to myself was, oh my God, how lucky am I? I could have broken an arm. I could have broken a leg. I could have broken my nose and I did smash my nose as well. But it was just one of those freak accidents. But you know what? If I think now, if I hadn't have been as busy doing so many things this week, I might have put myself first for a change. So today is my down day, is a day off. I've removed myself from everything that I was due to do today. And what I had planned today was to go and do my mum's breakfast call, because that's what I do on a Wednesday, to do Meals on Wheels, which is what I do on a Wednesday for a Jewish charity, to do a food shop for an elderly couple that can't go out, and then to go back to mum's to do her lunch call, followed by do the podcast for you, and also um, to you know pick up with some uh, clients this afternoon. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? You know, when we do not put ourselves first, things can happen to us. So I want you to take a lesson here. Do the things that you love. So yesterday I did buy myself some painting by numbers and I haven't done that since I was a little child. I have started knitting and um, that reminds me of a time when I was a little girl with my grandma and we were knitting. Um, I also, you know, I like to play jacks. You know, do you remember playing jacks with the with the ball? You know, all these things are things that we did when we were little. And um, it just makes me smile. And it might bring back memories for you of loved ones as well when you're doing something like um, an arts and craft or you're even going out into the garden doing a little bit of, of weeding or just sitting there and taking yourself into a meditation. So I want to take you to another journey. And this was something that I was taught many, many years ago, and it's called the three, two, one technique. So I want you to put your thumb and your two fingers together as if you're doing a Donald Duck. And that also takes me back to childhood because we had a teacher who used to draw Donald Ducks all the time. So doing a Donald Duck with your right hand and you squeeze the thumb in and the two fingers. And I want you to breathe in and breathe out. Draw the number three. Breathing in and out. Drawing that number three. As you breathe in and out, drawing the number three, breathing in and out, 
drawing the number one. Sorry, drawing the number two. Breathing in and breathing out. Drawing the number two. In and out. Drawing that number two. And one more time, just drawing that number two. A deep breath in and a deep breath out. Drawing the number one as you're breathing in and out. Drawing the number one. And one more time, breathing in and out. Drawing that number one. Now I want you to choose a colour. The first colour that comes to your mind, I want you to step into that colour as if you're standing in that ball of colour. I want you to think of a place that you have been before that you feel really safe, really, really, really relaxed, but above all, really, really happy. Now, that place has a smell associated with it. So bring a smell into that place and I want you to turn up the light. Make that place brighter and lighter to get that vision. So you've got your vision and your smell and that feeling. And I just want you to breathe in and breathe out. And breathe in and breathe out. And breathe in and breathe out. Now you can take yourself here whenever you need to, whenever you want to. So for me, when I was going through that trauma yesterday, I took myself to my 321 and that calmed me down and I was absolutely fine. But I had thought that I had fallen into um a terrible place. I had blood all over me, but I didn't. It was the shower that I'd fallen into and it was the water of the shower that I could feel around my body. So I was absolutely fine. Now open your eyes. Where did you go? I take myself to Australia. I take myself to Dubai, to Singapore. I take myself to the Lake District. It just depends. Every time I do this exercise, I take myself somewhere else. But I taught this um, to Redbridge Carer Support Service. This was one of the things I taught them when I was very um, honoured to be running a meditation group for the elderly. Um, and Redbridge Carer Support Services, please look them up because they're the most amazing charity. If you are caring for anybody, any loved one, not a registered carer, just caring for somebody. You could register with Redbridge Carers Support Services. And um, I was working with clients that um, were looking after loved ones with dementia, with Parkinson's disease or, you know, different things going on. And they used this technique because it was a technique that they could take themselves away from the here and the now. And in COVID, we've not been able to travel or go anywhere. So it's been an amazing technique that I've been using with my clients just to take themselves away from the here and the now. And if I was living in a council house block, you know, high rise block where I had no greenery around me, 
it would be really hard for me but I would work with this three, two, one technique. So, you know, if we've, if we've got people watching that are going through some hard times at the moment, don't worry. Just take yourself into the three, two, one, and you will be amazed where you can take yourself. So it's the most amazing tool to have. So I teach tools to cope with life. You can find out more about me on my Tina Grayson Facebook page or my Grayson Consultancy page. Or even go onto my website, um, www.graceandconsultancy.co.uk. And, you know, if you would like, you can message me, email me, and I'm quite happy to give you a free 30-minute consultation. If you want to join my chair-based yoga, that is at £20 a month. But I'm hoping I'll be invited back on this show that I can share some more of my tips and tools and tools to help you um, coming out of um, the pandemic and moving forward. Now, there's also going to be an event happening in August. We're planning this for the end of August. And this event is going to be a detox retreat. And it's going to be leaving your mobile phones at home, which I know is not going to be easy for people. But if you want to know more about that, you can inbox me. And I just want you to have a really blessed day. So think of some of the things I've shared today, maybe you could keep a gratitude diary. Um, maybe you could do a vision board. Maybe you could just ring a friend and tell that person how much they mean to you. You might just want to write down everything it is that you've achieved in your life and what you love about yourself. And don't forget, keep hold of that inner child. You are going to walk back through the garden back through the French doors, back into your space and your lounge. And you can come out on a journey whenever you want to. Thank you very much.